three, two, one. Yeah, bruh. Remember this song? Yeah, this is where everybody would get stoned. <laughs> I love this song. We're live. Yeah, bro. We that's dude, Cypress Hill, man. That's back in that the day, bro. Takes me back to. Uh... Guys, remember uh, how to be a rock superstar, or say you want to be a rock superstar? Remember that song? Not that's really. Like late nineties. No, bro. Yeah, I don't. That's when Cypress Hill was big. Were they? Yeah, man. They were really big then. I don't. I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember a lot of their stuff. Like I didn't. Okay, bro. To be honest, I didn't listen to them until uh, until I started until I started getting into weed. Yeah, I, Brian, I know. You smoked the devil's lettuce. I did. <laughs> but I'm that, fine now, man. dude. I'm fine now. Brian, you are just a terrible human being. I mean... Here, I'm going to tag us on Facebook so people will show up. Oh, my gosh. Probably not a good idea. Why not? You know what? All right, fine. I won't tag us. <laughs> no, you can tag us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to embarrass me, Brian. You're going to say something stupid. Do I have what? No. Do you have a plug? You know what? No. Oh, you mean get your 10% uh, off? Yeah, get your 10% off virus. <laughs> All right, I was, share, I was sharing live, bro. I just shared, shared live. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I'm, we're live right now. So let's see if I can. We'll look at the chat board. Just kidding. Okay. Here we go. Yeah, dude. Be on that chat board. But anyway, you know how we do it. Bro, it's been a while since we've done a podcast. Yeah, it's been a while, man. It's been a while. It's been a long time. Bro, how, dude, speaking of podcasts, how was your meet last week? Uh, it was actually, actually about a week and a half ago. Um, it went really well. I took second overall and only lost by Sinclair, which means I had the highest weight lifted, but a guy who was lighter than me ended up scoring more Sinclair points, so that's the only reason why I didn't take first. Really? Um, yeah, went um, 121 in the snatch, 266 pounds, and then I went 155 in the clean and jerk. Almost had 160 in the clean and jerk, but uh, barely missed it. Barely? Um, on the clean. Yeah, I, you know, it was one of those where it, it felt really light, but when I caught the clean, I caught it a little forward and it, it crashed on me. And uh, I think if I touched 160 a few more times on the clean, I'll I'll, uh, I'll nail it. I'll nail it here pretty soon. So it's, I'm feeling yeah. pretty confident about that. It feels uh, like it's it feels like it's just a confidence issue right now because you're every time I look at your video, you know you're you're strong. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely not a strength thing, right? It's just getting familiar with those weights because you're powerful. I try. Thank you, Brian. You're so powerful, manly. It's powerful, like my love for you, Brian. Oh my God! <laughs> hey, uh, don't speak. Speaking of my love, aren't you going to California in a couple of days? Yeah, What's I'm up? To, I'm flying tomorrow morning to 
to go to California. Wait, tomorrow? Dead. Gum. Yeah. Well, All my right. flight takes off at, uh, what, 1225, so I'm leaving the house at, like, 10, 1030. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I get to see the old G slash F, so. Did you almost call her Veronica? Dude, well, we were talking and it almost said Ver- I, I didn't say it. I almost said Veronica. It was just like flowing, you know? <laughs> I thought you were going to say that Veronica Vaughn. Yeah, dude. No, I, I didn't know, say it. I but it's like, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. I didn't even say it. Oh, so. It's such a great movie. Oh, man. Yeah. Bro, you know, uh, hey, so, you know, John, so, so, hey, everyone, if you're new, my name is Brian Knight, and my friend here is co-host right now, Brendan Solvik. I am out of San Antonio, Texas. This dude, where are you from, Brendan? Uh, a little town called Kid Harbor, Washington. Bro, that's oh. not even on the map. It's not. It's 45 minutes from Seattle. So basically Washington. in the middle of nowhere. Oh, uh, well, I wouldn't say. Okay, you're oh, not okay. nowhere. You know what? You are it's somebody, sub- Brendan. You are like somebody. It's like a suburb. Like, Kid Harbor's across the peninsula, and the only way in and out is you got to cross the Narrows Bridge. Dang. And, it, and it's a toll. And I'm surrounded by a bunch of rich white people all the time. So. <laughs> and, and, and a little two-bedroom home costs like $800,000. Oh, my gosh, bro. I think, like, the cheapest apartment in Gig Harbor is this shanty town that's, like, 1500 bucks a month. That's oh, my like, God. So, so, dude, check this out. My, I was talking to a friend of mine today. He's in the military. And he was telling me he used to live in Sonora County in California. He yeah. said they were paying for a two-bedroom apartment $2,900. How can – okay. How can anyone starting out in life you live there? I, you got to sell your kidney. You can't. That's insanity. You got you to gotta sell your kidney or sell your soul. One of the two. You, you just can't. Yeah, or your body. Well, yeah, or your body. You got to, you know – because that, to me, that is insanity. It's pretty bad, Brian. I'm not gonna lie. I'm that's, not. I know. I know. That's ridiculous, dude. San Diego is probably worse. We're gonna we're gonna go to San Diego. My girlfriend and I really like going to San Diego. It's a beautiful city. Have you ever been? Yes. It's very very pretty. Very. It's surprisingly clean. Not like San Francisco, which you're seeing a reoccurrence of the Black Death there, which is kind of scary, but. Uh, San Diego's cool, but it's like a little shanty apartment. It's like twenty eight hundred, three thousand a month. Easy. Yeah. Easy, bro. Bro, it's my, my boys. Sorry, my boys just walked in, and I'm distracted. Is it anything like uh, beautiful Sandy San Francisco, where you can walk around in cleanliness? <laughs> what is Washington? <laughs> San Diego. Um, you know. Wait, ask the question again? No, I was just I was just being facetious. Facetious. I was like, hey, is it anything like uh, San Francisco, the most beautiful city in the world? You are a terrible human being, Brian. No, thanks. I try to be. Have you ever ever watched that show Spartacus? Uh, for Stars. (laughs) It was on Netflix. Is it on Stars? Yeah, bro. That it was a star show. Other than it's like a little bit soft porn. Dude, it is the greatest show ever. Uh, well, I wouldn't go that far. It's a good show. Yeah. It's a good show. Well, the first season got me. I loved it. It was, uh, yeah, the first season was the best one. Then yeah. they brought that, like, Australian dude. You know, do you know why? 
Yeah, because the guy died of cancer. Yeah, he died in real life. Did you see the documentary? I did not. It's super good. Right? Yeah. It's really insanity, if you ask me. It's like, that's seriously crazy. I know, Brian. So how long do you have tonight? For an hour or two? Three, 30 minutes? Uh, probably got, you know, 30, 40 minutes. You're a lightweight. Now I gotta go, look up pack. Bro. I gotta clean up my room. And... Wait, are you one of those last minute guys? No. It sounds like just it. just an overprepared type of guy, Brian. Uh-huh. You're like, I'm about to, uh... I'm leaving for the week, and I'm going to pack the night before. <laughs> no. <laughs> Gosh, you are such a... You're grossly misrepresenting me, Brian. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not doing nothing of the sort. Anyway. Anyhow. Well, yep, it's good to be back on the podcast. Yeah, dude. Hold on, is, are those not working? What's not working? Oh, are these little sound effects? I guess Do you have sound effects? Oh, they're coming out there. Seriously? Do you have sound effects? Yeah, they're here. Let's see if we can hear them. It's not working. Add. Oh, it doesn't matter. Right. Doesn't matter. Yes, it matters to me, Brian. Hey, you know what? Thank you. So, dude, so what about... So, in the news... Uh... I'm just looking at AOC quotes right now. Did you see Maddie Rogers got married? No longer can you date her. Uh, Maddie Rogers? Maddie Rogers. You know who that is, right? This is this oh, is Faith yeah. and Barbells, the podcast where we talk about, you know, faith and weightlifting. Barbells. Yeah. Weightlifting, but powerlifting. Apparently. Yeah, I saw that she got engaged. I didn't know she got married. Oh, well, that's. I guess that's true. She's going to get married. Excuse Look me. I wonder how many fanboys are crushed. Well, I know you're crushed. I don't care about it. Dude, bro, she came to San Antonio, and I don't even care that she came to San Antonio. Now, Ryan, why don't you care? <laughs> I, Ryan, because, are we going to get in the, I'll, get in the top? Yeah, I'll tell you right now, because some people just have this elite, arrogant attitude. Oh, I'm not go. saying that she Ryan. does. I'm not saying that she does. Ryan. But she does. Tell me how you really feel about it, Brian. Yeah, I'll tell you right now. That's one. So I'm. I, I think I mentioned this on the phone to you the other day. I am fed up with this elitism. Like, like if people, especially in weightlifting, it's not like I'm not even in the same category. Well, I could be, right? I could identify as a woman nowadays and win. <laughs> Bro, I just figured it out. What's my next role in weightlifting? I could come out of retirement. Oh yeah. Okay. And become a female weightlifter and win. Uh-huh. Right, just like that, huh? Is that rude? Um, no. Hey. That's what you want to do with your life, Brian. I I wanna rock. Don't think you... <laughs> I don't know how long that transgender thing's gonna be around, to be honest. We'll see. I know. I don't know either. Gosh, dude, it's a we live in a crazy world right now. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, you're not too happy for Maddie Rogers. I don't really. I'm happy for her. I'm happy. You know what? I hope she finds love. So she you're found a hater, aren't you? Hello. Yeah. Oh, my Sorry. daughter. My daughter on the podcast. What's up, kiddo? You're live to the world, Kate. Cool. So, yeah, I'm not a hater. So, we're, so if you don't know, 
if you're listening and you don't know who Maddie Rogers is, we're talking about a weightlifter for USAW. Yeah, she's like super. I guess how would you put it? America's sweetheart in, in American weightlifting. Uh, super strong. Is did she go to the Olympics? She didn't go to the Olympics, did she? I I don't. No, know. she didn't. She didn't go to the Olympics. She got really close, but multiple time national champion. Pan Am champion. I think she won the Pan Am. She went to the Pan Ams or won it. I don't know. Um, she's a beast. And she is just super talented. But just lately, she's gotten a lot of, like, she's gotten, a, I guess, in a little bit of a rivalry with another young lady who's kind of taking the, the limelight, limelight light from her. Oh, man, I can't even talk right now. And uh, she, you know, she's, she kind of comes off as elitist. I don't know if that's the case or at all, but uh, she comes off as a little bit of a snob. Like, she had that one article, remember, if you slam bars, uh, that's not cool or Bro. something like that. You remember that? Yeah. remember that? Get out of here. Gosh, get out of here, dude. Like, you should be excited about, you know, a PR. Like, that's a cool thing. She literally came out on social media and was like, if you slam... Like, that's, that's if you slam bars, you're a total idiot. You have no respect. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, bro. Uh, people slam bars. It's not even like uh, that's a that's the stuff they do in international competitions. Yeah, it's not like so. I mean, have you ever heard of emotion? Emotion, that thing that happens when you get excited or sad. Oh, like, Ryan, gotta be robots. Oh my god, she is a robot. Now I'm not hating on her. I just wish we had. Look, I, there's a girl out there right now named Kate. Catherine, can you say her last name for me? Nye. Nye. And she is a shining example of what USAW should represent. This girl is happy, happy, sweet, humble, and she's freaking good. She just whooped everybody. Gold medals, including Maddie Rogers. She came in second. So that's the big debate is that Matthew's been on top for years in this sport and then Kate came out I think it was at the uh, was the American Open or Pan Ams it was the Pan Ams and uh, she ended up beating Maddie Rogers in competition by one yeah dude which you know both both ladies had outstanding performances like uh, Maddie had I think she attempted it was a 140 clean and jerk and she cleaned it pretty easy it was a three three hundred eight pounds, but then then she came out on social media all feisty about people, uh, you know the, the the haters on social media, um, and uh, it was it did not. I don't know what what do you think about it, Brian? It, well, I'll tell you right now what I think about it. Tell I, me, tell me what you think. <laughs> I mean, I, I look if you get second in a competition and then you have to post like. You know, and make a comment that you know you were sick and you were throwing up, and people oh, yeah, are people right. are against you, and <laughs> and you know, and you have pressure like nobody else, and you know what, you don't deserve to be champ. You don't even deserve. You don't deserve to be the the, the people's champion. And so it's just it saddens me, Brendan, that uh, someone of her caliber. Don't get me wrong, this girl is an amazing weightlifter, and she sure should be the number one or number two. And they should both be shining lights to other women in the sport, but they, but she's not, and she's snobby, and that yeah. really gets me a little bit. Like, like is 
because you know what you know what what did it say i think uncle ben said it best to, to peter parker he said with great power comes great responsibility maddie has great power and she is not taking that responsibly not i'm just picking on these last few months right and there's kind of been a trend and i'm just i'm just venting and i like her she's fine but as a as a the number one of the number one USA weightlifting women, you got to step up your your social game. You got to step up your moral game. Well, I I think we we've heard it from a few people too, and I would absolutely agree with this. If I was at that level, I would shut off social media. Yeah, like get off of social media. Yeah. But what are you doing reading Reddit? It's like, I, I didn't even know Reddit existed until like three years ago. What was the big rumor that started this thing off? That she blocked her competition, Kate, for because of some kind of little quarrel? Yeah, so like they were chipping at yeah, each other. I know. But I don't know what, what was going on, but apparently the rumor was she blocked Kate from social media and then Kate made it a big deal. Then it turned into this huge freaking thing. I don't know. But in any case, it just, it turned into this big huge deal and um, yeah it's all social media drama when you boil down to it like if you're not familiar with this the best way I can explain it it's social media drama that's it I mean I know dude it it, it is it's stupid it's stupid and when you're a professional athlete like literally that is your job you're a professional athlete I you're gonna you should expect on social media to have haters. If yeah. you don't have haters, like you're you're doing something probably wrong. And you should learn to 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 accept that. Yeah, dude, you gotta embrace that a little bit. You gotta have a little tough skin. Uh, but I I get it though on on her end. Like it sucks to have people that there are some people that are super vile towards her. Um, but at the same time, it's like, dude, there, there's always going to be people that are vile. Dude, I'm a teacher for a living, for crying out loud. You right. don't think people are vile towards me? Oh, I know. You oh, get dude. It. And you can't even react back or you're in trouble, no, dude. I can't, I can't go on social media, you know, blast a student, blast a teacher, blast another parent. I'd get fired. <laughs> I'd get reprimanded. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, that would be awesome for me. Bro, you're, you're in trouble. I'm probably in trouble. But, I mean, it it's just crazy when you're playing at that level, when you're competing at that level that you're not going to expect. When you act surprised that, you know, people are unkind, like her whole thing was just just be nicer. It's like, well, dude, like that's that's the world you live in. Nobody, it, that social media is the place where people are not going to be nice. They've never have been nice on social media. Oh, I know, I know. They don't, that's... Yeah, that's literally, that's the place where every opinion is talking about you, pointed to you. It's it, there's no niceness there. There is some, but see, that's where you have to you you have to mature as a, as a uh, athlete, as 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 an ambassador for the sport. Because don't get me wrong, there is there is people that are ambassadors for the sport, and then there are just regular old weightlifters, right? And if you never get to the point where you ignore the good and the bad, right? Or you take the good and the bad as the same, then you're going to let every win, you know, I think the, the scripture says it like this, 
you, you get tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine. That same principle goes with every comment about you, every every emotion and feeling about you, you take to heart and you go way left or way right or way north or way south. And you can't do that. You, yeah. have, you either have to deal with it, ignore it, or get off of Facebook. You know. Well, and I think that comes from an insecurity issue. Like if yeah. you're if you're totally secured in your identity, and you and you know who you are, like yeah, that stuff's gonna bother you to an extent, but it's not gonna crush you, and you're not gonna have to lash out to defend your honor or defend your rightful place. Because look, like Maddie is still, even though. She lost against Kate Knight and all this stuff. Dude, she's still one of the best, if not arguably the best, yeah. weightlifter in the country. I mean, as far as females go, uh, even even all, all, all around, maybe aside from, you know, of course, C.J. Cummings or Marcus Harrison. But yeah. she, she is super talented, and her career is just beginning in some aspects. So it's just... It's just kind of crazy. Like, why would you have this meltdown? Like, that's <laughs> one game. That's one competition. I know. Like, you can't. <laughs> I'm sick. I'm sick. Hey, yeah, speaking of, dude, speak... and that and that's like, remember when we went to AO3? Yeah. And that was my first competition. And I competed on my on my bad knee, and it like was tired. just tired legs. Yeah, tired legs. Well, I had that really bad knee injury yeah. like, a week before, and I I should have. Most people I talk to, like I talked to one guy on team on my weightlifting team, and he's like, "Dude, you should, you shouldn't go." Like I wouldn't go, and I'm like, you know, it's my first national competition. Like I should go. Like I should go. Yeah. And, and I just need to compete and do the best I can. And I had a, I had a bad meet. I totaled, but I had a bad meet. Like it was nowhere near what I wanted. I was really disappointed, but I was really proud of myself that I even tried. And I didn't go on like social media to make all these excuses. Like I just said, hey, like I got this, I had this knee thing, and I did my best, and you know, you, you move on to the next one. And the thing is, too, Brian, that, that kind of irks me is that in her post, she didn't give Kate Nye the credit that she deserved. Right. That, that's the other thing that irked me, bro. Is that look, I get it. You had an off day. You were sick. But give credit where credit is due. Don't take. Don't. It's kind of like that Serena Williams thing. Like she. Made it all about race and her and oh, what was me? I lost because you know you're you're a racist ref or right. whatever. I know. It's like, look, like at the end of the day, it is what it is. Tip your hat to your competition. Let's move on. Let's get to the next rep, next comp, yep, next play. And uh, that that part really unsettled me. It's like, dude, what the what the hell were you thinking? And so, bro, that's, that's people though. Um, but you know, it's. You know what? You know what? She doesn't deserve any more time. Speaking of of national champs, dude, four times a junior world's champion, C.J. Cummings. He's not human, dude. This He's unreal. Phenomenal. He's unreal, dude. I, you know, I I was not so sure about why they uh, remember that he was a split jerk and they switched him to the power jerk. Yep. I was just like, why, dude? I know. Like, why would you? But it's working for him. Bro, he he is... That power jerk... Have you... Okay, so I don't know if you anybody listening has ever seen CJ Cummings... Just, just power, go on YouTube. Power jerk, yeah. CJ Cummings. But... And you'll... It's, it's awesome. He literally... He literally takes 
400 pounds, right? And he'll he he power jerks this thing from his shoulders overhead, and he only moves like six inches. How old is he? He's just over eighteen. He's oh either eighteen my or nineteen. Gosh. Bro, oh. re, he, the LeBron of oh, he's ranked dude. number one as the sixty nine kilo male lifter in the youth division, world ranking. Dude, that is insanity. Yeah. This he's just insane, bro. Hey, he has a three hundred two total, and it put it puts him ahead of the Chinese. <laughs> I know, dude. And, they, but, and the Chinese are, are so doping. It's not even funny. Oh man, they're, they're, they're so gotta be. China. China. Oh, oh, it's pretty. Gosh, it's, bro. I mean, it's pretty, dude. Oh my god, check this stat out. What's really impressive is that CJ Cummings is ranked fortieth. Among all 60 kilo lifters worldwide, and that's including. Do you think he'll win the Olympics? Eventually, eh, I don't know. I don't know. The problem is he has you to. Gotta, get, you gotta. You gotta get through. Yeah, you gotta get through three amazing weightlifting countries, in my opinion. Russia, of course, they haven't been as good as they have been, but they're awesome. China, China has, bro, China, and their. Meet and their lower to medium weight classes are just unstoppable. Yeah. Right, the sixty nine, the seventies, and the and the eighty five stuff like that. I mean, you can't you can't compete with that. Yo, dude, uh, what are you doing? My daughter's over here. So hey, oh, come on, I'm trying. This is What's she doing? And, and she's just getting something out of the bag. What are you looking for? All right. Well, so that's uh, and then I think. I don't think Kazakhstan is is as powerful no, as they, they were. Only, I, I think they can only send two lifters. They're amazing. Don't get me wrong. They're amazing, but they're not as powerful as they were. But you know who's coming and, and making a huge statement, and all led by the greatest weightlifter of all time, the Georgie, the George, Georgie, uh, the Georgia. Oh yeah, with uh, Lasha. Yeah, their their group. I don't know if you watch any of their stuff. Most oh, people, dude, they're unbelievable. Yeah, most people probably just watch Lasha in, in his weightlifting uh, pages. But, dude, if you go on to their other, uh, like some of their other team members' uh, media pages, dude, they are strong and come in strong as a team. And I have a feeling that they're going to try to take over the, the, the world. Yeah, dude, they got one of the strongest dudes ever in human history. Lasha. Yeah. Do you think he... Okay, so I got an interesting debate with a guy at the gym. He's a power lifter. Yeah. And he's into strongmen. Do you think... Who is the strongest man in the world? Who is the strongest... I, I think... The strongest... Okay. It's not relative strength. Like, the strongest dude. I I said Lasha. I, and this guy was saying some other dude who's a strong man who... Like Brian Shaw or uh, yeah, Hathor. Yeah, Brian Shaw. There you go. Hathorn Bjornsson. Um, I okay. So here's the thing: you have to you have to quantify that some way. You can't just say who's the strongest because because there's types of strength, right? Lasha see, see, put something. We're, we're talking about not relative strength. Like if we if we were to take Lasha and he was to compete in powerlifting or strongman, he would lose. We would say he well. His argument is. Overall, I guess. Here, let me. Let he me, can't deadlift a thousand pounds. 
As far as I know. Do you think so? No, I don't think he can. Dude, I disagree. Have you seen that guy clean pole or yeah. snatch pole? Yeah, but he's only, bro, he's only doing like five, six hundred pounds. Oh, only five or six hundred pounds, Ryan? Are okay, you but here, here's, here, dude, correct me if I'm wrong, Brian, but there is a giant difference between like a seven, six hundred pound deadlift and like a seven hundred pound deadlift and like a six hundred and eight hundred and nine hundred. And then you you don't get, think, okay, so if he trained for a super total, you don't think that he could get there. That's different. If he trained for a super total... Like, he, if he... Okay, but what I'm talking about is not relative. I'm talking about some, if he were to be a super total athlete, do you think Lasha would be the strongest man in the world? I don't know, man. He could be. He has a size. He's got the height, right? He's like, what, 6'6 six, six or something? 6'7". Yeah, so, and those other guys, Brian Shaw, Hathor, and Thor, he they're all 6'8". So, Eddie Hall, 6'3". He was another guy. So, the, the, I think the height is there. The build is there. He's definitely a big, thick dude, right? So, I don't know, man. I think he would, let me just say this. He'd be up there in the top five, no, no question. If he switched to, like, powerlifting style training, right? But right now, his, his specialty is... Pulling weight and junk, uh, pushing it overhead. But you have to remember, those guys can take 400 pounds, 200 kilos, or 185 kilos, and strict press that stuff overhead. And they've been, you know, 190 kilos. They've been practicing that. But the thing is, they cannot do 250 kilos at all, 260 kilos. There's no way. So, and yeah. in, in, in his specialty... Like, he can, and, and also they're doing, most of the time, they don't do it with a bar. They do it with, like, a giant log. So, I don't know, man. I think if he trained, that's a, it's a strange question, right? But I think, I don't know. The problem is, I, what I think is there's people out there stronger than those guys, but they don't show up. They don't compete. Yeah. You know, I, there are monsters lurking. Well, they can't, they can't, they can't be the strongest dude if they don't compete. Now, that's true. You know like, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, you can't even come into the game if you're not willing to... to, to well, it's like that... I'll, and I'll just call, I call my man out right now, Girth Brooks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Bro, right? I'll, and Clarence you know what? Kennedy. I'm going to link you this podcast, Girth. I know you're not on here. But, bro, what if if you're even if you're taking something, I know, man, and you're, you know what? You might just be all natural. And good for you. Congratulations on your new... Uh, on your um, proposal. And she said yes. But get out there and show us what you have when it comes to the competing, yeah. right, dude? You're not you're you're one of the strongest people in the United States, Girth Brooks. I'm calling you out. Well, so I, uh, bro, he's a beast. Yeah, I I actually worked with the guy who was in the army with Girth, and he would tell me that Girth, his big mission is, and this is I think this is what Girth would say. Yeah. Is Girth would say that. He's not going to compete until he can be the very best. He told me that exact same yeah. thing. He's yeah. like, I suck at I'm only, I'm only clean and jerking yeah, 190. I suck, I suck at clean and jerk 220. Yeah, I'm 225 yeah. or something. Bro, like, dude, have you seen him? He'll, and he snatches like 180. I know. Dude, that's, it's, it's that is, dude, that is like almost world. That's almost world class elite status. That's right there on the cusp of being able to compete with the big uh, dopers of the world. Dude, because you know, speaking of uh, next subject, speaking of next subject, Ilya, bro, I, so I love Ilya, and I, you know, and if you're listening, you might love him too, but let me tell you what, he said in an interview 
that he's, quote, getting older. Okay, whatever. And that he can't lift the same way or, or he can't train the same way he used to. And you know why? Because he's not shooting up with, with uh, you know, trend or whatever anymore. That I, Okay, I love Ilya. Dude, I, I love, dude, I, I just love watching him lift. Oh, I know. He dude. always, he always looks like he's having fun. He is like one of, his technique is one of the best in the entire world. Like, it's yeah. so, it's so straight up and down. I feel like he'll, he'll, when he's on his game, when he's at, when he was at full prime, I feel like he will never miss a clean and jerk. And, and he'll always go at least like two, three in the snatch. He's that good. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I just think that, that his, his, uh, like if you notice, if you're keeping up with the weightlifting in the, in the, uh, in the recent, past he's 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 done a few competitions and he's just not up to par he's you know he's 20 30 kilos behind in his snatch well maybe not that many maybe 25 20 to 25 kilos in the snatch and 40 50, 40 in his clean and jerk right the guy was clean and jerking 230 on a regular basis 245 in competition as a max and now what well, he can barely get 190 195 and I saw him in training. He did 220 not long ago, six, seven months ago, but it hurt him. I remember he said in his interview, he ramped up to really heavy weight, but then he started losing weight. And so, you know why? I really believe. Now, I'm just speculating. I love you, Ilya. But I really think that his body just can't recover the same way it used to recover with Austrian or Trin or, or whatever he was taking. And, uh, not that there's anything wrong with that, because I think it's great, right? I'm an yeah. advo- I'm an advocate for for recovery substances, or whatever you want to call them. <laughs> Bro, that's my PC moment. Recovery Ryan, substances. Don't be PC. Bro, what are you talking about? Steroids, bro. Steroids. So you're all for them taking steroids? Yeah, I am. I disagree, Brian. Well, you know what? You I just, want look, it totally clean. Yeah, yeah left-wing liberal. I, I knew it. I want it to be don't ask, don't tell. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I just, that's how I want it, Brian. Now, me too. But, oh, speaking of don't ask, don't tell, you could go over to the USAW weightlifting oh, page. No. Yeah, and you know what? You can click we're on a little. Talk about this. Yeah, you're going to click on a little doping link, and mm-hmm. it'll link you to USADA's Tattletale webpage. For all you who don't know this, USADA. So ha- why don't you explain? Yeah. Okay. So here's. Page. So here's what. Explain what. Explain what's going on, on the page. Yeah, I will. Okay. <laughs> Let me just. You know what? Let me just go there and I'll and I'll even link it. Cause uh, I don't. I was surfing around USAW one day, right? And I don't know what I was doing. Um, but I was doing something. I, I, I think I was looking for something to, to read. And all of a sudden, I've, I clicked on... Um, let me see. I can't even find it. Let me see. USAW. USAW. Okay. I clicked on... It was TeamUSA.org. I was clicking on something, you know, in the news. And I found this page that was like... Turn your... I don't know what it said. Essentially, it said this. If you think someone's doping, snitch on them. Right? I mean, that's what it said. Hold on. I clicked on it. It's still spinning. 
Okay, right here. Safe sport. That's not it, is it? Okay. Make a report. Make a report. What's wrong with that, Brian? Hold on. Oh. Are, you, are you making a report? No. Sexual. So, look so at this. I oh, look. Sexual misconduct report. I wonder why they oh, put that no. in there. Colin what? Burns. Colin Burns. Colin Burns. Oh, yeah, I'll say it. Anyway, so I don't know where it was, but it was over here somewhere, and I can't find it now. They probably they didn't take it down, but anyway, they USAW has a link somewhere on this dadgum page. I can't find it. I'll find it, though. Report safe sport concern. Oh, there it is. There it is. There it is. Right in the front page. You Report doping concern. Okay. That is such a jerk move. For the, com- for the community. Okay, here because I feel like it's creating tension between weightlifting clubs or even weightlifters in a club, right? Or what if you your competition, right? Especially guys who are like, let's say in the in the, the ninety, the 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 one hundred nine category, right? Because let's just say it, one hundred nine can plus can eat whatever they want. And get as strong as they want. Nobody cares if they're 50 pounds or 100 pounds overweight. As long as they can lift, you know, 250 kilos over their head, we all worship them. You know, Elohim. So, (laughs) so that's the thing, right? And most of the people in that category, they get it. They're like, this guy is working hard. You know what? Is he going to beat me? I could report him. If I click on this report doping concern and I put his name in there, it goes to a page, usada.org slash athletes slash play clean. Play clean tip center. In its mission to preserve the integrity of competition, inspire true sport, and protect the rights of athletes, USADA is unwavering in its belief that every athlete has the right to complete on a clean and level playing field, free from the pressures and influences of performance enhancing drugs. So you give me a break. So then then it says play clean tip. Please fill out this form below to send a confidential tip to USA DA USADA. The US United States Association of Drug uh, athletes or whatever it is. Please provide as much information as you can concerning the potential doping offense you are reporting so that USADA can best investigate your tip. So guess what? I'm going to compete in the 109 plus. I'm just going to put in here Kane Wilkes because I think he's doping. Now that could screw up someone's training regimen or chances or who knows what they might try to investigate on your competition. Not to mention that. It just irks me that it creates this tension that can happen between, like, let's say Kate and Maddie Rogers. Maybe they report one guy, one person reports the other one. And now one person's getting abnormally tested when she's done nothing wrong. But it can happen here on a, on a malicious situation. And that, to me, is... There's two things that it, cre- it can create that situation and it can create a situation of I can tattletale on, on someone on my team or some one of my competitions. I can try to tattletale even though there's doing nothing wrong. And that to me is a bad moral. That, that's a bad moral stance. It's like creating co- uh, a contempt when there is none. And I hate it. I get it. I get what they want to do, but that it creates this whole narrative of if somebody could be doing something wrong. Anyway, 
I'm done. It just ticks me off. Are you done, Brian? No, dude, I'm not freaking done. I'm mad about this. (laughs) I mean, I'm not that mad, but it just, it irks me. This is disgusting. Brian, as soon as we're done with this podcast, I'm going to go on and report you. You know what? Sexual misconduct. You bet. Towards me. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Brett Kavanaugh. Oh my gosh! I can't believe you just yeah, said that. Yeah, I did. Excuse me. I apologize. I love Brett Kavanaugh, and uh, and I even love the people that said something bad about him. Right. But, but hey, do you get I mean, okay? Am I am I the only one seeing this or what? Am I? Why about the whole play like, ratty on people? Yeah, it's, people yeah the website is called Play Clean. That the whole concept is well, cheese ball. Well, look. Here's the thing I have a problem with. Is it all clean? <laughs> Bro, I don't know. We should call some of the uh, the people over there in the, Carol- the Carolinas. How are they doing? Who? You know. Oh. Yeah. I'm not going to say their names because I love them. Well, well. I think look. you know I'm talking about the signer uppers. Yeah. And yeah, let's, let's not talk about it. But. <laughs> Yo, some, bro. I know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy. Wow, bro. Talk about it. Not and, talking about it. But uh, yeah, I you know that's that's my thing is how you're you're never going to create a perfect league, a clean, totally one hundred percent clean, um, fair level playing field for competition. It's just like people do shady stuff all the time. I know. Like, there's there like there's the problem with poaching other athletes. Like I have a buddy of mine who's a coach. And he's um, really good friends with a few other coaches. I think his uh, coach is Will Fleming, and uh, they're they're having issues with other coaches poaching other athletes. Um, you have issues with um, not only performance enhancement stuff like athletes taking pads or steroids, but you also have issues with um, yeah, I, with with um, oh god, what's the word? With the sexual abuse stuff that happened with Usada with Colin Burns, I mean, there's just you're not going to create a fair league. Is my point, and so I, I appreciate the measures they're taking and trying to rectify this and solve it. But the thing that irks me a little bit that I take issue with is that anybody can report anonymously with zero consequences, and that to me is problematic. Where you can just accuse somebody in a free society of mm-hmm. anything. And not have to face your accuser and face the consequences of making the accusation. Look, I get it. You want to protect people. You want to protect their anonymity. I'm man. I can't talk to that. Anonymity. Anonymity. Thank you. My goodness. Yeah, that's all right. Um, but uh, I, in this country, you do have a right to face your accuser, and that should be part of the deal. Like, I hate this whole like anonymous. You know, we're going to keep everything on the DL stuff. Um, and the other person, like you said, it's, it leaves the door open for possible abuses where people can, of course, um, you know, take advantage of the, of the system. They yeah. absolutely can. Yeah, I know. Dude, clearly so, people are doping, right? They get busted all the time. Yeah, dude, it happens all yeah, the time. all the time in, in the who's U.S. The, who's the most recent weightlifter? USA, they got busted for doping. Do you know? I don't know. But I'm sure we can find out. Um, um, it's not a uh, Pat Mendez, is it? Um, nope. 
No, I, I, Pat, it's been a while since Pat Mendez got. Uh, I mean, that was what 2015. It's been. A, I don't know exactly. No. Let's see. Anyways. Um, right here, anti-doping violations. Uh, recently. Because they 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 post all that stuff. Well, right? recently, Sterling Jones, a track and field person. Let's see, weightlifting right here. Ernest Pre Fem. I don't know who that is. Mohammed Omar. Uh, he got busted on May 7th. Right? That was the last person that got busted? Yeah, Cheyenne Shinek. I don't know who that is. Cannabinoids. Looks like it might have been weed. That was in February. Rachel Campbell. Wait a second. I thought... I thought that, uh... You know... Cannabis was legal. Dude. Do you get popped for that? Trevor... Chu Chi Chu Chi got busted for Austrian USA weightlifting. That's uh, January twenty eighth. So you bet. Rachel Campbell, yeah, she receives a, shan- a sanctioned anti doping violation. She's a famous weightlifter in the United States. Rachel Campbell. Who's that? Rachel Campbell. Who's that? Google her. She's in New Mexico, an athlete. Uh, she received a four year suspension or a sanction. Um, she violated in her urine sample. She's 27 years old, so she's done. Yeah, man. She's Rachel. A, Rachel Campbell. Campbell. And then who else? Robert Brown. I don't know who that is. Ryan Hudson. Another guy. Wait. What? Nicholas something. What's... Brittany Saltzik? What the... Just kidding. No, I'm not on there. Andrew Butterworth. He got Stanazol. Carmen Deduct, Kevin Jones, Victoria Francis, Robert Ortiz. Let me look on Strength Insider. Yeah, Josh. <laughs> this is on U. This is on USADA.org. This is actually actual list. So yeah, some people are getting busted. Jessica Rivera, ter, uh, Teresa Britt, Megan Frank. Let's see, Abby Raymond, Caitlin Garrett. Who was that CrossFit chick that got busted? Yeah, it was like yeah. not trying to show, but something like that. No, it was. Uh, well, yeah, remember it was that dude's ex-girlfriend, the guy who went to oh, jail. Sharis Chan. Yeah. No, there was some. There was one more recent. Amy Hay. Yeah, that girl. I just told you her name. She's a famous. Sharis Chan. No. I don't. The one that Scott Hisaka was dating. Yeah, that's that's his ex-girlfriend. Yeah, Sharis Chan. That was 2017. In January. Karis Chan or Chair. Brock Lesnar. He got busted in 2017. One year suspension. For clomiphene. 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 Yeah. Whatever that is. You ever heard of clomiphene? No. What is that? It sounds like chloroform. Jessica Phillips. Who was, this is who was, old who was Heather No Filter Sethan? Bro, I don't know. Oh, bro, there's some... Daniel, Daniel Lear. Oh, dude. 2016, a four-year suspension. Danny Lear. What? And Andros, and Austrian and, and Androstindonan or something. I don't freaking know. Yeah. What? Danny Lear, Daniel Lear, bro. Here, let's just check this out. Let's see what it says. 
Yeah, bro, he got busted of ripe of ripping California. An athlete tested positive. Bro, thirty-one years old, prohibited substance. He got busted, man. That's why you don't see him. You notice that you don't really see him anymore. Caffeine yeah. kilos, Daniel Lear. I saw him at AO3. Yeah, I did too. I bought something from him. Uh, dude, whatever happened to Amy Hay though? She's, her her yeah. suspension's up. Yeah, I don't know. Giant Chris Cho. Yeah, I don't know what happened to her, but that's uh, people are getting busted every day, dude. All the time. Look at this right here. Just recently, uh, Stanazol, six seventeen. So just the other day, what's the today's date? The twenty third. So yeah, man, mixed martial mixed martial arts, triathlete, jujitsu, weightlifting. You know, some of these people aren't even uh, aren't on the world table, but they're still athletes. Racquetball. Racquetball, right. dude. What? Yeah. Why are you juicing for racquetball, bro? Parapoli- parapoli- par- parapolitic, uh, cycling, hydrochlorothiazide. Yeah, no fault or negligence. Oh, so he got busted, but he, uh, so he's saying there was something else. They let him go. Chlorothiazide. Yeah, you see that? Are you on that page? Yeah, it's a. Skiing, skateboarding, can yeah, cannabis. This guy it's a Corey uh Scott cannabis. I guess that so you can't smoke weed, you're in trouble. I guess there goes my world. Nah, just kidding. (laughs) I'm drug free, bro. But dude, how how yeah how much of that is see here's my thing. How easy is it? The game USADA if you're not on the world team. Well, if you ever watched the the the, uh, the documentary Icarus, right? Icarus, it's easy to gain USADA according to the USADA tester or the, the the official guys who are now out of it, right? You can you can go and figure it out now. It, Netflix. It probably it might be I don't know, but dude, anything's gameable. I mean. Like you said, we know, like you told me, you, you know of a weightlifting team that basically uh, they're on, they're in, they're USAW certified, or they're on the team. They have a, an active subscription to uh, the membership. They cancel it for a training cycle, and then a few weeks after the training cycle, they get back on and do a competition, and then they, they test drug-free. Now, why would someone do that? That would only lead me to believe that during that 15 or 16 week, 12 to 16 week training cycle, they're taking something to enhance their strength. That's just speculation. I don't think that that might be happening. It's just speculation. You hear that PC? That's PC. Very PC. Yes, it was very PC. I just, I'm just saying, bro. And that, who knows how much is going on? Well, and then who knows what we don't know? That's the other thing. That's exactly right. That's the other thing. Hey, yeah, yeah, man. Suggestion yeah, box. Man. So, if you if you're listening and you want to report somebody, right? If you want to report somebody, it could be your competition. It could be your buddy in the. You know what? That remind. I should report all those people that I don't like. See how it can get bad. Yeah. Well, and I don't know what they can do. Like they can just drug test them. That's it. But they can hassle what? them. 
I mean, what if they what if they yeah. give them like what if they pass, and then they give don't them... they don't they have to sign like the contract because USADA if you sign a contract with USADA yeah they can do you have to be at certain places or certain times of the day yeah if and, you're if you're if in you the world right if you're not there right. essentially like, if you're a, right if you're a top level lifter then you sign a contract with United States uh, but if you're lifting. already under that and someone accuses you of doping like would that really matter. Well, it, it's a harassment. It's it's but, it's, it's, but it's would they would they harass you more as well? Well, saying. you know, like John North says. I don't know if you've listened to him in the last six months, but he said, ever since he's gone live again with USADA and USA Weightlifting and, and been a member and able to compete, uh, legit, right? That he's had to he's been tested a ton. Like, every other week, he said, for a little while, they were coming into his work and showing up at his home at 6 a.m. And that's harassment. Now, if you report somebody anonymously, it almost feels like they're going to take this report as more of a viable uh, tip. Right? That's what it feels like. What do you think? Don't, um, yeah. you know I'm right. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's a good point. Anyway, I don't know, dude, but let me just announce it. If you guys are listening and you care and you want to report somebody because you think they're doping, you can go to teamusa.org slash USA dash weightlifting and right in the middle of the page, you can go to report doping concern. So, Kate, if you're listening and you want to report Manny Rogers, you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just bull. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Brian, you are terrible. I'm just. Terrible I'm not a troll. Me. Don't worry. I maybe I am. You um, are a troll. But anyway, that's what I want. That's the concern. That's what I wanted. This is the reason I said let's do a podcast because this is bull crap. And I'm done. Got you all fired up. It does. It, it really does. Yelling at me. I, Why are you yelling at me? Well, I literally feel like. We have a bunch of pansies running USA weightlifting. Well, and it's just like, dude, like, you know, and they, some of them. You're still, gonna make an accusation, like, just make it publicly. Yeah, and, and you can put your name that's in that form. That, that worries me is that you make accusations with no backing behind it, and it's anonymous. There's nothing that person you're accusing can do to refute it. So then it turns into this whole like. I slander. That's my point, dude. Look, you know what? There are troll. There are, dude. I'm just saying. You, I'm sure people can game this what this form to fill out and send in, and game it just enough to put you at an advantage and your competitor a disadvantage. And the whole the whole concept is just cheese ball. It's just so. It's it's so. God, what is the term? It's so. Protected class. It just feels that way. Oh, it protects elites. It uh, it could. Eh, no, I don't know. I don't know. Picks me off. It's just the whole concept is stupid. Safe sport. I. You know what? Safe sport. Whatever. I just want to unleash the Fatty Rogers meme page on this. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Or or the Laughing Lifter meme page, or or the other uh, Make Wadding Great Again. Uh, that guy. Team don't. Team don't. Yes, somebody. Because Fatty Rogers. I feel like okay. I feel like uh, USA weightlifting is making a little bit of a surge back to like 
people are watching it and paying attention. But then today, right now, I feel like it's almost becoming, it's more of elites are taking over. Because, you know, there's been an influx of all these CrossFitters who want to weightlift, which is great for the sport. But it's almost like a separation now between, like, us and them. And I don't want that to happen. I just, you know, there's too much of that. There's that There's that feeling sometimes in the church. Especially when you lift up, like, an individual, like, to lead a church. You know, nowhere in the, if anybody's listening, nowhere in the Word of God does it say the pastor starts the church and takes over and everybody looks to him for every little situation. That's not in there. It's called the five-fold ministry, right? Not the one guy does everything and you worship the guy and then you forget Jesus is even real. I feel like sometimes that happens in the West, you know, and all over the world probably. And that's what the enemy wants, right? To separate, you know, separate the ruling class versus the, you know, this tribalism, the the postmodern tribalism that's happening in the united states you know that's also coming into our church and we have to you know the the body of christ that's something we have to pray against we have to shine the light on that because that is not at all the way god wants it everybody in the body of christ eats at the the same table and of course you honor the position of the prophet and the the pastor and the teacher and the evangelist and 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 so on right and the and, and so on but you don't forget and make Jesus second. I'm going on on a tangent, but Dad, gummit, that's something that we have to to stay away from. And you, you know what, Brian? And you, I think, yeah, disagree with you. Go ahead. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you're the you're the <laughs> guy. Just went on a huge tangent. I want to disagree with yeah, you. Yeah, okay, devil's advocate. You're the I'm hey. Way a little devil's advocate. Yeah. No, I agree with you, Brian. I think that you know it's elitism sucks, man, and. Mm-hmm. It uh, you have it everywhere, and it's and it's it's stupid, dude. It's it's gotta it's gotta stop, and people just gotta remember that everything, life is a gift. Everything is grace. Um, it's a gift from God. You can earn it. The reason why, like, I'm every day, I'm like amazed mm-hmm. that I can weightlift or get out of bed and walk and be pain free. It's like the grace of God, and it's not because I did something right. It's it's, it's just because. It's common grace, man. Yeah, man. And so, I, yeah, it's it's crazy that people, especially in weightlifting, man, like, it's such a brutal sport as it is. Like, we're talking about two lifts. Like, I still get people asking me about deadlifts and bench. Like, how much do you deadlift, how much do you bench? And it's like, man, I don't, I don't do that. All I do is snatch and play Like, that's boring. But it's such a brutal mm-hmm. sport. And for you to act like such a snob. Not you, but just people in general acting like snobs. It's like, why? Like, why? It's so brutal sport. Oh, brutal. Like, it hurts. No, it hurts, man. Emotionally, physically, Bro. physically. Are you kidding me? When you don't it make us lift, you have to, like, stand up and do it again. Yeah. Dude, That's that not takes, easy. Hey, that takes, I'm going to say it, it takes balls. Bro, it does. But, to go do that. The way Especially we say, you miss like the you, you miss your opener in your second attempt. Oh, and your third God. attempt. If you don't make your third attempt, you have no chance of placing. It, or bro, total. who was it? Uh, who I think it was John who was like uh, he John John, um, North John North said this one day on on a podcast. I think he said weightlifters 
are some of the strongest people in the world, stronger than football players and so on. And his whole point was, because you have to stand up and walk out there on your final attempt when you've just missed two and the weight's freaking heavy and you've got to put it over your head and stand up. And that's not easy, especially with all that mental demoralization that just happened, you know. And it's, he's right. You're yeah. right. You're right, dude. It's tough, man. It's a freaking tough sport. It's tough, man. And then, you and, know. And then you, and then you look at another guy on the internet, and then he's like, oh, you know, nobody can touch me, and I'm the best ever, and, you know, I don't talk to you, and, and I don't know. Burns. Bro, don't even, you know what? Don't even uh, say that guy's <laughs> name on this podcast. <laughs> Ursula might come over there and strangle you if you do. <laughs> Ursula. Ursula. Hey, if you're listening, Ursula, you're doing a fine job not (laughs) reporting Colin Burns. Gosh. Um, Hey, I am proud to say that there's there's a a weightlifting team here in San Antonio that used to be associated with Colin Burns deeply. And I got inside information that they are separating their ties with him. Oh, really? Yes. TSS Barbell? Bro, I'm not mentioning any names. I'm mentioning But yes, TSS Barbell. So, so what's the deal? What did you hear? I just heard that, that because of the, the stuff that came out and the uh, the detailed information and, and the, of course, the uh, admittance, essentially, of when somebody totally gets off social media and runs from the public, that does if that's not admitting it, I don't know what is, then all of that came out and it's just like, I was talking to one of my buddies over there, and he was like, "Bro, I I talked to the owner, and she was like, we have to get rid of, we got to we got to not talk to this guy anymore. We got to separate ourselves from him because it's clearly not good." And they, they are now just realizing this, bro. Hey, all I know is all I know is zero discernment. It's not it's bro, not rocket science, dude. If you look. look at the case, it's pretty cut and dry. Hold on, but you're it, you're you're think you're you're looking at this as a. As a, you're a born again man of God, right? And you have the Holy Spirit talking to you. That's a whole different world. Well, look, I I understand that, and I understand that certain people may not have the same level. But come on, no, but dude, if you if you come on, it's common sense. Listen, if you have invested in Ronin weightlifting for years, and you've sent athletes to him, and I would never invest myself into. (laughs) <laughs> this is the stupidest name ever. Don't you discriminate. Ronan, they literally ripped it off that uh, Robert De Niro movie, Ronan. No, it was the bad guy. Ronan was like the the uh, evil guy in... Um, I can see it, Ronan. No, dude, it's from that movie. Like a Marvel Ronin. character or something. No, it's it's from that movie, Ronan. Um, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's the uh, whole point. It, it's, wait, it's, are you talking... I know I'm gonna look it up right now. Are you talking bad about? Are you talking bad about uh, Ronan weightlifting? Yeah, dude, I am because it's associated itself with Colin Burns, and I'm gonna roast it. No, that was his uh, right there, Ronan weightlifting. Yeah, it, he's that's his barbell. It's still alive. It's still alive. Well, still are alive. they associated with them? Not anymore. I don't know. It didn't look like it. I'm well, looking. I thought TSS barbell was just. What's the? Are they one and the same? I don't. I don't understand. Well, the only athlete in here is. Colin Burns, head coach. Nobody else. Uh, okay. Well, now I feel bad for making fun of Ronan Weightless. Why? Okay, never mind. I don't feel bad. 
because it is kind of a dumb custom name. programming, bro. You oh, should sign up. Ronin, for this. Ronin weightlifting. Ronin means in Japanese a samurai without a master. See, oh without my god, see, that's just saying I'm better than everyone in the world, bro. Are we just so, are we just like bashing him on the podcast or what? Well, I just look. All I know is this: when you, what, by no means is what he did. They, they still got a picture of him, bro. This is his weightlifting club. Nobody else's. You don't know where's that. The, where's the questions? You don't know that. I just wish. I hope everybody can see the light. That's there part of this go. group. <laughs> Dude, can you please send them? What do you want me to tell them? It's not like they're vegan. No, I don't know, Brian. Contact. Colin Burns, head coach, co-owner. Page not found. Contact page not found. Oh, there it uh, is. Oh, there it is. I found it. It's In addition a... to being an active athlete, he brings a wide range of sports with his background, including football, wrestling, judo, baseball, swimming, and karate. That's good. Uh, that's so. That's what you do. You 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 hit him in the head, and then just kidding. I shouldn't go there. He holds a BS from the University of Colorado, Colorado Springs. Good for him. Sport conditioning and training as a USAW certified coach. Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. Let's see merchandise. Are you kidding me? We have a USA president that would give her left arm to keep this guy active. Well, yeah, bro. They'll check your their, videos they'll out. They'll look at your technique. Yeah. Change you up. It's like video analysis. That's all it means. So 150 bucks? Or you could go on to... Hey, if you guys want to get free uh, cheap coaching, John North, $15 a month. Dude, I, I you know what though? Here's the thing. I love John North's story. I love the whole thing about it. I just love John North. He's yeah, a good dude. dude the, and he guy died and came back to life. Yeah, right. And not to mention, he is just seriously like one of the nicest dudes. Yeah, we're gonna, dude, we're gonna have him on the podcast. Okay, we should. Yeah, he's a great dude and like family man. He's changed, right, from, like, the wild John North to, uh, he only goes into that wild mode, I think, when he's lifting, like, on competition. Or, like, you know, he's, like, at a moment in training. Even, but, even now, like, he's, like, even on his podcast, he'd get really feisty. He's less feisty. Yeah. Like, he deleted all of his old podcasts because he's like, hey, I just don't want my kids to see all these old podcasts. I know, right? I don't want to be a bad example for them. I'm like, you know, I, I respect that. I can I respect that. I bad guys at times because they were entertaining, but I respect that. I can respect that too, but there's nothing wrong with being different. You know what? I heard a wonderful message uh, about, you know, Peter was in, remember when Peter was in the boat and, and uh, they had just fed the 5,000? Yeah. Uh, and Peter and, and the, the other disciples were in the boat and Peter was that 12th disciple, right? He was that different one because he's the one who saw the this what he thought was the ghost of Jesus walking or the ghost walking. He said, Jesus, if that's you, tell me to come 
to you and walk on the water. And and Jesus said, come on. And Peter heard that. And guess what? Everybody else heard that. But Peter was the only one who got out of that boat, right? And went and ran. He was the only one who, you can imagine that, dude. Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water for however long. Even if it was two steps or 20 steps, he still walked on the water in the middle of a storm or whatever it was. And he was different. And that that's this my point. You're everybody is different. And and, and that's that's who that's what John is. He's different. And and I mean, we all have that difference in us. Uh and I think we just need to capitalize it. Yeah. You know, I, I agree. I really think it was a great message about the twelve and now how you know there's there's power in that in the difference and um and it was good, man. And so that's a that's that's something that I, I take that, you know, John North is not normal. Dude I, I heard I, in that same message, this guy goes, uh, his name is Courtney Beard. He said, uh, he goes, you know what? Are you being discipled to be a normal Christian of the in the United States? Or are you being discipled to be a follower of Jesus? <laughs> that's good. Dude, because those people are just normal, powerless Christians. Because they don't know any different. And all they do is get up on Sunday, go to church for an hour, and go home. And don't know. like you, Oh, uh, you know what? You can't. <laughs> I gotta give you a hard time. I right? know. Hey, come on, man. Come fine. on. I gotta give you a hard time. Yeah, you can. You know what I'm saying, though. And so, anyway, I was like, dude, that's so right. Yeah. And um, but you, you, we have to embrace that. Like, dude, honestly, you're not a normal guy either. You're not. No, you're, not you're not the average Joe, right? You're, dude. You even have a weird name, Brendan. Just What's wrong with Brendan? Ah, uh, nothing. I'm just giving you a well, hard time. What about time. your last name, Knight? Bro, look, I've been called Nestor. Uh, look, I've been called Netsker before. Yeah, have you ever been called Netsker? No. I've been called Salt Lake. <laughs> have you really? <laughs> yeah, dude, all the time. Bro, who the heck says Salt Lake? One of my students tried to call me that one time. And and I told them, if you ever call me that again, you're coming in on Saturday and doing detention. Oh, my God. That was freaking awesome. They were like, no, you can't do that. And I was like, try me. And I, then the next week, I gave it to a student for a totally different reason, Saturday school. And uh, oh, that student funny. was really scared. He was like, oh, you can. I was like, yeah. When, I don't make threats I can't keep. Are you kidding me? That is. Gosh. <laughs> Kids. So dumb. Well, what so do you do? Dumb, what do you do? Yeah, this is what it is, though. Up. You got to love them up and discipline them and, and hold them to a high standard. And you scoop up the kids that want to scoop up and, and learn, but um, you just gotta you just gotta love them up. You, it's it's tough, dude, being a teacher. It's really tough. I know it is, and dude, and you think they get paid, right? Good money, because they're training up, dude, the next generation. We don't get paid. I know. If, if people, and it's the thing that really teased me off is when people are like, "Yeah, you guys." You guys get paid so much, and you only work, you know, half of the year. You only have 180 days of work, and blah blah blah. I'm like, yeah, that's officially that's what's in our contract. Like, you don't see all the other days, all the other nights, all the other hours, and the other crap that we've had to deal with on top of the 
actual days that were contracted in. Bro. Like, my, my work might be done at 2.50 p.m., but I'm definitely not out until, like, 5.30. Dude, no kidding. I know. Yeah, so talk about is one of the most stressful jobs ever. It's, it's So, yeah, we better get that dang summer off. Yeah, you, you, got, you have all that prep you got to do also. <sighs> yeah, dude. Every day. It's not, it's not, I mean, you for me, me personally, some teachers will do it every day. And if that works for them, that works for them. Me, I work extra, extra hard to try and get it done before the summer starts. Yeah. So I don't have to stress about yeah, it. Yeah, good. But do you know how stressful my end of the year was? It was crazy. Was it? Well. Oh, dude, it sucked. And then not to mention, the worst thing is, then you have to deal with entitled students and parents. So here's the thing that, that sucks, is everybody knows this, is the kids are more entitled. They just are. They're more entitled. <laughs> they and are today, nowadays. My goodness. They are, man. And, like, I had one student got really mad at me because I didn't give them the grade they want and they felt like they deserved an A and they really deserved a C minus. And I, you know, get an email from the parent and it wasn't what did my daughter or my son did wrong. It was what did you do wrong to make my, you know, precious daughter, precious son all upset and, you know, what did you do wrong to get them the bad grade? How did you screw up? So it immediately becomes my fault that I didn't give the, the kid their way. Bro, that's insane. Yeah, and, and funny enough, the worst the worst entitlement I saw was I teach at a private school. And the worst the worst type of entitlement I saw wasn't private school, it was actually public. And actually the poor districts that I taught in, the more entitled the kids. Wow. I never would have thought that. Yeah, I think well, so they weren't like super poor, but I think part of it was that the families there were kind of in between. They weren't really like broke, but they weren't exactly rich. And they just assumed this is like all the Amazon and Boeing kids, like families, like because we have, we live in Washington, so there's a lot of there's a lot of families that come from uh, that work for Boeing, yeah. and Amazon, and Microsoft, and you know all these big tech companies out here in the Seattle area. And I think they, that these families that were super entitled thought that, Oh, these families just with all this money, they just get it. Like it just, it comes easy to them and they don't realize how much work it is. Cause if you get a kid that has a family that works for Boeing, they're some of the best students ever cause they've been instilled work ethic and how to like overcome adversity and grit taking criticism the kids the the families that aren't exposed to that culture um i've noticed that they have a really tough time having grit overcoming adversity so it's it's crazy i thought that the uh public schools for sure were way more entitled not to say that you know private school doesn't have its fair share of entitlement you know that's that's interesting i i went to a private school for years and uh you know I I had I could definitely say that I I had a, a harder time overcoming adversity. That's really what led me to the, to the Lord. Like I mean, when I was a kid, I went I I you know I I grew up in the Christian church and I, I knew of Jesus. I knew about him. I surrendered to him as a kid. You know, baptized in the Holy Spirit. The whole thing. I mean, 
And it wasn't until I was faced with harder adversity than I'd ever felt, or at least for me. And just, you know, not being, just realizing I suck at adversity. Like, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to push. And, um, you know, I, there are a few things I did, but I, I always remember that. I was like, God, you know, it's just, I never felt like I could overcome. Even though I did, I didn't feel like I could. But that's what led me. I finally, one day in the back of this church, Sunday night, it was just me and the Lord, you know, and I just was like, Jesus, I surrender, you know. And from that moment on, when I really met the Lord, you know, face to face, I say that, like, I, I, at that moment, he showed up, right? And he, 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 I knew who he was. And uh, when that happened, all things changed. But it took me so much. And I went to a private school. I went to a Christian church for my whole life. And then my, my parents were pastors and they loved the Lord. And it's almost like I just took for granted the goodness of, or the, the the strength of the gospel and i didn't know it i didn't it wasn't taught to me it's almost like my parents and the people around me just assumed i was catching hold of that you know never did yeah i know what you mean man i i finally did but... yeah my journey was a little bit more different but that's another podcast another day yeah yeah we'll, we'll uh, we but, can, uh we can wrap i up. actually i actually should be getting going i gotta go back and get ready for my trip to california you don't tell me when to stop this podcast i'll tell you know what brandon i think i think it's time for you to get off get out it's it's time for you to exit oh my gosh all right brian all right well good good. you know we'll we'll have to do this when i get back yeah brother we'll definitely we'll have more topics we'll talk about more drama and uh we'll talk about some we'll talk about some scripture as well and what's going on in uh I know we have because I know we have some great views that we we share, and then of course we have some views that we don't share. That that's fun to talk about. Yeah, and guess what, Brian? You're wrong on them. All yeah. the things. I'm you know what? I love Kenneth Copeland. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. All hey. right, Brian. I'll All talk right. to you later. All right, Brandon. See ya. Later. Well, that's my wife coming in. I don't know where your glasses are. Well, that's. The world. You. All right. All right, that will conclude it, I guess. Brent, uh, me and Brendan Solvik and Brian Nice. That was fun, though. That was fun. We went through a whole gamut of topics. Like, you name it. We talked about it. But again, if you want to report some anonymous drug users, TeamUSA.org. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, there's this webpage.